New Year, same podcast. Happy 2024, Matthew. What's up? Yo, yo. Happy 2024, Ryan. Happy 2024, all. This is awesome. Let's do it. And here we go. Be sure to visit soundmind.app, peachjar.com, and nickelstrategies.com. Advocating for public education, sharing our stories, and celebrating our schools, students, and staff. From crisis communications to media relations, social media, and everything in between, we're here to give you the best strategies, tools, and techniques to help you help others. Welcome to the School PR Podcast, brought to you by Peach Jar, Sound Mind, and Nickel Strategies. Here's your hosts, Matthew Jennings and Ryan Ferran. It is us. It is the new year. It is amazing. Wow, 2024. I can't believe it's here. 2020, we didn't know we'd get here, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. On 2020, we certainly didn't know. But I mean, I don't know, the last like three or four years have been a blur. So it's kind of intense. Amazing. It's been been an interesting few years for everyone in school, public relations and Mm. in education as a whole. So way to hang in there, everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Mad mad respect for everybody that went through COVID too in, in school communications. I know there's a lot of new faces too. And I get to travel around, right? And meet a lot of the new peeps that are just coming into the business now, like in the last year. And it's tricky to come into the scene now, I'm sure. But man, you know, I, I just want to say like for all of us that went through the pandemic and helped guide districts through that, uh, hats off to you. Cheers. Hoping that 2024 is the best year yet. Amen to that. Yeah, there should be some kind of certificate. Some uh, we have the APR master's degree. There should be some pandemic uh, doctorate diploma that should be awarded yeah. to everyone who. I mean, honestly, a lot of people left in the yeah. pandemic. They were they got so burnt out and so stressed and said this isn't worth it. And uh, communities and districts were kind of falling apart at the seams, and they not everyone made it. So you're, I mean, when we say congrats, it's uh, not easy. No, absolutely not. For everybody coming into it, uh, talking to the grizzled old vets that that have been in it for years, you know, don't get scared. It really is one of the best jobs ever in the world. I certainly um, loved it, and you get so much more back than just a paycheck. You get you get to really put a lot of effort and energy into uplifting the voices and the stories out there in the community and your districts and your schools, and you build culture, you shape culture. It's a really incredible position to be in. So, for those of you that are new to the space. Welcome. We're all happy to have you. That is absolutely for sure. And um, it's just going to keep getting better, I hope. I mean, you know, well, we had that podcast, what, like last week or the week before about the uh, fiscal cliff out here in California. So <laughs> yeah. my fingers are crossed it's going to get better. But, uh, you know, financially, I think we got a rough road ahead of us nationwide, actually. Um, but, um, you know, it's, it's we, we're going to get there. We got, we got a lot of support for each other. Yeah. And I think our roles have kind of solidified themselves in the past when we've headed towards a cliff or a recession or whatever you call it, uh, our jobs, we were always nervous because we felt like a luxury position that districts had. Not a lot of districts had them. And in the pandemic, they're, they're not luxury positions anymore. It's you need them. You ever go through a crisis, you have to have them. I know assistant soups that once they go to a district or superintendents, they get to a new district and they don't have a comms person, their first job is getting a comms person. That's just what you need to do if you want to have transparency, communication, and the like. 
that's kind of it. So yeah, it's not great heading into a little bit of a recession, but I feel like our field proved itself and it's worth in the pandemic. So I think we're all going to be okay, which is fantastic. Yeah, I can't agree. Can't agree more. And it is interesting too, you know, when you look at, uh, you know, across the country, California, how we have, you know, districts of 20, 30,000, even 50,000 students, and some of them still don't have a comps professional on staff. And then you have a district, you know, in Texas with 8,000 students and they have six comps professionals on staff. <laughs> yeah. so, you know, it's really, it, it is really interesting. And, and their district's growing, right? Like there's also something to be said about, you know, professional communications and a brand and a look. Um, really having a distinct effect on enrollment and retention of re and recruitment of students and staff. It's one of those positions that if you haven't had it, you don't know exactly what you're missing. But it's like now, you know, we all have iPhones or a smartphone. It's like going back. You would never go back. If you had that position, you're in a district that worked with one, you wouldn't revert to like, oh, I don't need my phone anymore. Oh, I don't no. need this position anymore. It's crazy. But if you haven't had it, you're not sure exactly what you're missing. So you're not so worried. But though will not be districts that have had it and lose these positions unless there are some dire measures or something happens. Yeah, I totally agree. Well, it's like anything else, right? When you look at businesses, when, the instant you take your foot off the gas in marketing, um, that's when you run into trouble, you know? And, and you know, you driving down the street. I was driving down the street the other day and I saw a big billboard. It was a, just the Nike swoosh, white billboard, black <laughs> Nike swoosh. They weren't even selling a particular shoe that had just come out, right? But they've got, they've got, they're out there. You're seeing it. And next time you go into the store, for whatever reason, you might be drawn to that swoosh. Uh, and it's the same thing with our districts. You know, we, uh, we have to keep, are the pulse of our community and really this this communications role is critical in doing just that so um yeah it is an invaluable position for sure speaking of invaluable i want to appreciate all of our listeners we had a record year in the podcast uh most listens i think this podcast has been on seven years now and this is the highest number of listeners and growth we've had and uh, I give you a huge uh, credit for that since bringing you on. So how long how long have you been on? And thank you for everything. It's been amazing. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know. Uh, what is it? Like maybe uh, six months, something like that? Six, seven months, something, something yeah, around I there? So. I think yeah. so, something like that. I mean, it, it's a blast. I love doing this with you for sure. I mean, I, I love hanging out with you anytime, but this is just kind of fun. We could do this each week or we try to do it each week. I, yeah. Usually my schedule is the one that screws that up, but uh, it's just fun getting to do this and talk to all our friends. and. I don't know. I've got a lot of good ideas too. Some some really good peeps that we can have on through 2024 that could bring a lot of value um, just to all the, the listeners out there. But yeah, shout out to everybody that gives us a download and, and listens. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's, we try to go every week and our schedules, some, something will inevitably happen, but even just having the plan of every week has allowed us to get way more episodes out, uh, at least yeah. us out than I have in the past just by myself. Cause uh, when you have somebody else there, it's good to kind of uh, plan and kind of hold some accountability to try and make it when we can. So it's been it's been good. We pumped out a lot of content. We've had a lot of our last podcast, too, with Kevin Gordon talking about the budget. If you haven't listened to that yet, it's still very relevant. Um, we just talked a little bit about, you know, finances and education, but he really breaks it down future dates to to look for. One of them is coming up. I think he said January 11th is the next big one. Um, so listen to that one. There's so many good ones that we did in the past six months. And, uh, so scroll back, go through, especially, uh, Matthew is 
always good at reminding us that there's a lot of new people to the, to our field. So um, if you're kind of just catching up, there's a lot social media strategy, media relations, crisis communications. Mm -hmm. We've had uh, a member are very, uh, we've had some good debates and uh, I won't call them heated, but uh, <laughs> intense conversations about media relations off the record, uh, strategic yep. planning, communications plans. Yeah. Those were fun. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, well, I just so, love that we, I love, I still got to get it out there because we were, we were debating on how long your communications plan has to be. And I looked up Inspir <laughs> award-winning plans and we were debating over, should it be like two or three pages or four pages? And I was like, Hey man, some plans are like 30 or 50 pages. <laughs> yeah. And so some of those Inspir plans that have won, won awards are 50 plus pages. And poor it doesn't Jackie, have to be that intense. Poor Jackie sitting between us. Just like, what is happening? <laughs> what right do now? I do? <laughs> Why am I here? You guys are just yelling at each other. Why am I here? <laughs> <laughs> That's what's good. That's what's good. You said it straight though, but that is a good one. If you're, if you're new to the position and you're looking to like, how do I create a plan? That podcast will really help you kind of get a structure, what to think of, what to worry about, what not to worry about so much. So yeah, I think we'd put out a lot of good information this year. Um, we're sitting here recording this on new year's Eve. We're going to try to get this out later new year's Eve and people will probably be listening new year's day and 2024 and the like, but just wanted to hop on and, and tell everyone thank you, including our sponsors. Peach Jar has been amazing to work with this past year as well. So appreciate uh, everything they've done. Sound Mind, they're doing amazing things with mental health in the education field in our country. They have a whole program platform. They're using music and apps to really help with kids' behavior. That's the one thing we've seen not to get them a big plug or promotion, but the one thing since the pandemic is we've seen in school districts in California, New York, Texas, you name it, behavior issues through the roof. So they've done some great work in helping mitigate that and the mental health. So that's been good. And then Nickel Strategies has been with us for a couple of years. And if you need help, you don't have a comms person, you have a team and you need some project assistance uh nickel strategies has one of the best teams in the country that's been doing it a long time so they could help so we appreciate all of our sponsors and you've been traveling around a lot matthew with peach jar what are you guys uh what have you been up to with uh, your conferences and peach jar extra credit yeah we have it's been amazing yeah done done a lot of work lately uh just got back from i don't remember where i was oh yeah utah went to utah to present a peach jar extra credit award to a high school out there for just doing really great work connecting their uh you know their their school and their district to their local community and a lot of really cool community effort just around um you know uh it takes a village right like that old saying about uh district facilities and things like this one particular high school leaned into their community to help fund their new turf at their football field uh, it's a very small rural community out in utah and all the sports are played on that one field so women's you know like girls lacrosse you know boys lacrosse football you name it it's all on that one field and so that the field before was grass and it, in utah it's brutal out there the seasons and so they were limited in when they could play and how they could use the field and move into an artificial turf um you know it's really opened up year-round sports and out outdoor athletics which is amazing and they rallied around the community helping them get that done just one you know example of the way that they're leveraging their community to help students uh achieve you know higher success academic and athletically but um that was that was a recent thing uh, and then through december like conferences kind of really wind down across the country. But then in coming uh, January, February, things start ramping up. February, Calspra hits, um, Tspra hits in March. 
And then it's just uh, the rest of the year. Every single month, there's two or three conferences. So a lot of professional development that we're all looking forward to across the uh, across the country um, as 2024 kicks off. Of course, don't miss Calspra. Don't miss Teespra. You're not going to want to miss Inspra if you haven't gone to Inspra for our big districts that are going to CGCS. Um, also going to be fun. Definitely hit Inspra in Seattle this year. That's going to be a blast for sure. Are you going to Waspra in their state conference in March? No, I wish we could. Uh, we we aren't going to Waspra because um, just as a company strategically, we know that most of the Waspra members will be at Inspra in Seattle anyway. So it doesn't make a lot of sense to uh, to to go to both conferences in Seattle in Washington. Uh, when we can kind of spread that love around to maybe a smaller couple of spras, we'll be able to support a couple of other spras that way. One of the things that we really try to do hard is support the role and support the spras out there and and the uh, communications roles that they serve. And so we, you know, we have a limited budget and we try to make that go as far as we can. Yeah, I'm trying to get to, I'm maybe going to Waspra to speak um, after Calspra. It's like a week or two after, so I'm trying to get up there, but we'll be up there for Enspra. Um, so speaking well, of Peach, Enspra, then, right? Yeah, I got to get right. to Enspra. Curtis, Curtis won't speak to me if I don't get to Enspra. All right, well, let's, uh, let's do it. And then let's, let's plan a podcast up there, man. Let's do a couple of episodes up there and in, in, uh, in Seattle, we can get Curtis on the podcast, you know, if we want to up there, but, uh, you know, we know, we both know a ton of people. That'd be a blast to do podcast live from Enspra. For sure. Speaking of Peach Jar real quick, before I forget, if you're interested in Peach Jar, we had uh, the whole team on for episode 99, Matthew and his team just talking about how to implement it, strategies, best practices and all that. So that was actually a really fun and informative podcast. So episode 99, if you're interested in Peach Jar, but haven't taken the plunge yet. It'll just, it's a kind of like almost going through a, kind of a sales pitch without having to, you know, go through the sales mm-hmm. pitch. You can just kind of listen mm-hmm. to that. And uh, if you have any questions afterwards, contact them and follow through. But it'll give you a lot of insights into what it does and how to set it up and all that sort of stuff. So I encourage you to listen to 99. Yeah, implementation and uh, all that. Check out Peace Extra Credit too. That's a lot of free PD right there, Peace yeah. Extra Credit. I love Peace Extra Credit. Do you do uh, New Year's resolutions? Are you a New Year's resolution guy? You know, I don't really, but I saw something across my feed today from somebody that I I went to high school with and and she kind of nailed it and I really appreciated it. And and it was like, you know what, instead of the resolutions, just like try to pick one word uh, that you can kind of live for. And hers really struck me. And that was present, Um, just being present in the moment. And she kind of explained a little bit more about, you know, not not trying to bite off more than you can chew, not volunteering for everything, not trying to do everything and solve everything and be everything to everyone. Instead, try to be a little bit more intentional and present in each moment. I know that for me is is one of my big uh, hangups. I'm a lot of times I'll just fly through trying to get to the next thing, knocking stuff out. And um, I'm going to try to do that. So no, I'm not a New Year's resolution kind of person. Um, you know, I'd love, I would love to work out the noodle arms a little bit more, you know, lift some weights, but that's not going to happen. Um, so I think for me, it should be being present. How about you? Yeah, you and, uh, well, I don't know if you will, but the thing I hate about January is everyone and their mother is packing the gym for that first month. And then, then they get back to their couches. So I'm yeah. I need to get to January. I'm kind of hit or miss. Some years I do, some years I don't. Like I think last year, the year before, I was like, I'm going to do some yoga. And that kind of forced me to do a couple of yoga classes. 
That was good. I was thinking about this year, maybe like a, my TV addiction is pretty next level. I watch too much TV. Um, so I may think about doing some kind of uh, no TV clause for me. If you really think about it, what you can, how much more productive you can be if you don't, at least for me, if I don't turn on the darn TV, I just, I love it. I love falling asleep to it. I watch games. I have too big. T- <laughs> I have many TVs in the house. So uh, I may do something like that. I think they're good if you if it gives you something you know something positive to to work towards. But yeah, I've gone years where I was like you know I'll do things mid year like health or nutrition stuff. Like I don't mm-hmm. need to start it in the year, but some people it works, so that's good. Yeah, the screen time is a real thing, man. I, I I was thinking about that the other day too. Like just not even just TVs, but your cell phone. I mean, it really does suck a lot out of your soul, you know, and I was just recently talking to somebody that uh, has quit smoking and they have an app that tracks that. And even something like that, like just you know, really being intentional with all your habits, I guess, whether they're good or bad. And I'm not here to judge if smoking is a bad habit for you or not. But, you know, this person was telling me about they smoked and they quit and they're on like their fifth month now and they've saved thousands of hours of their life. Um, just not smoking. I mean, and, you know, her comment was like, you know, what have I been doing with that time now? Am I doing anything more productive? Should I be doing anything more productive? Like now I've, I'm saving thousands of hours. I should be putting that into a new hobby or something, you know, or, um, you know, so it, it is it is like that with anything, I guess, anything that you're investing in. As long as you're investing in yourself, probably really good picking up a new hobby, you know, learning an instrument, piano or guitar. I mean, when you get to the end of your time, right, like. I can imagine for me, I'm on my deathbed. I am not going to regret the hours that I've put into learning to play guitar. I would if somebody flashed back and was like, you know, but you did spend 14 and a half days of your life in your cell phone. I would probably feel a little bad about that, you know? Hey, so it, only, it is, it it is only, something to look at. If it's only going to be 14 and a half days, you are a hero because the yeah. rest of us, it's going to be thousands of days. Yeah, no, no I'm thing. right there with everybody else. I saw uh, my, my kids told me something today. Um, how many year? Oh, how long the average human sleeps during a lifetime? And it's over six years, six years of your life over the average span of a, a normal lifetime is spent asleep six years. And that's probably uh, these days, no one's getting enough sleep. Yeah. Right. I was I was actually thinking about doing a whole podcast on sleep because I've had yeah. sleep issues my whole life and Same. they've actually gotten much, much better. Um one one sad truth that nobody's gonna want to hear about sleep is uh if you eliminate alcohol, mm. you will sleep like a baby. Yeah. The more you, you know, cut back, at least for me, the more you cut back, the better you sleep. But if you go abstinent and you go totally no alcohol, you start sleeping like you have never slept before. The sad truth is that probably no one wants to hear anyway. It's just alcohol just sucks a lot of life out of you, period. Your, your, your brain matter, your, like it's like your gray brain matter, something like that. Your memory, your, your, just your, your, you know, the, the, a quality of life that you have in the moment, if you're buzzed or whatever else, or, or even drunk. Um, yeah. Like your sleep, it does. Alcohol is one of those things that'll sneak in and just manipulate you and take a lot more away from you than it gives. That's for certain. And I'm not, again, not judging on that either. You know, everybody has their vice. I, I certainly, I certainly do that as well. So it's just true. Yeah. 
And it's funny though, because we used to, when we were growing up and, you know, not in, in even very recent and people still have the notion that a, a drink or two a day is actually healthy for you. Yeah. Red wine yeah. is healthy for you. It thins the yeah. blood. It's good for your heart. And that was the notion for years. I don't know where it came from, but we all bought into it like, oh, alcohol is actually healthy for you. Yeah. Like, so you should, if you drink a drink a day, you're healthier. You're going to be and, all right. Yeah. And that, that has been debunked to say the least. It's, it's like eating chocolate. Oh, there's health benefits. Yeah. And they've, they've like found out you'd have to eat like boatloads of chocolate to get like the antioxidant properties that it could offer you possibly. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Well, dark chocolate cocoa without any added sugar is pretty beneficial for you. But yeah, yeah, if you're just like milk chocolate with all this added sugar, it's like, no. And it's some of these drinks, like these energy drinks and kombuchas, oh. it's like, they put in all this sugar and it's like negating all of the health benefits. Like you still, it's better than drinking just a Coke, but it's like, what are you doing? What are we doing well, here? Speaking of Coke, you know what drives me nuts? All the travel that I do, right? Uh, I go to the airport and a freaking bottle of water, like a regular bottle of water is like three or $4. I can get a bottle of Coke for like 99 cents. Like that kills me, man. Yeah, because it kills me. I don't want soda. I want the water, but I don't want to pay that much more for water. Coke is crap. It is crap. Anyway, we got on a health kick here. We did. I could go off on this. People, uh, but yeah, uh, I won't it, get Ryan. I won't get just for everybody's benefit. I'm not going to get Ryan started on cold showers. All right. Yeah. Oh yeah. There you go. That could be a, that could be your new year's resolution. Cold showers. Proven I science. Choose life, dude. I choose life. That is life. Proven I choose happiness. Health benefit. Have you even tried it once you, yet? You want to take coffee away at the same time too? Just take the two joys I have out of my morning. That'd be great. Let's just do both at once. Well, that's another myth that we've all been told that coffee's good for us too. So. <laughs> Although another stimulant. Some, uh, but you haven't taken one cold shower in your life. I did. Well, uh, well, yeah, back when I couldn't pay my bills and my hot water got turned off. <laughs> yeah, when I was, what, 18, 19 years old, living in an apartment in Long Beach, I certainly had my, you know, there's nothing more devastating than turning that shower on, man, and it's freezing cold, and you go out to the meter and find your meter with a padlock on it, you know you've <laughs> messed up. Um, you know, but it is what it is. We grow, we learn. I'm, uh, you go through hardship, you figure out what your priorities are. So I've had a couple of forced showers that were cold. And then after you and I talked about it, I think we really talked about it in Newport beach, uh, at one point, uh, preparing for a conference or something. And I, I gave it a try. I did. I tried it like twice. Um, but I did like ease into it. So I had like a hot yeah. shower and then at the end I finished off cold. Yeah. That's good though. But yeah, I liked that's... it. Cause you don't get out all sweaty and gross and yeah, there is something to it. Oh no, there's a lot of science to it. Uh, Nah, see, I told everybody I wouldn't get you started here. Cryotherapy, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's one of those things. If you want to try something for your health that's easy to do, that's cheap, it costs zero money, actually will save you money, is try a cold shower. Start slow, and it's good for your skin. But there's a lot of immunity boosters for your immune system that it does. It burns brown fat and all that sort of stuff. But it's you feel, mm. you feel not only accomplished because you did something for your health right away in the morning, but uh, the endorphins that you get from it is it's kind of uh it's kind of cool too but it is, it is interesting there's something about it yeah yeah there, there's something about it for sure it, it it does something for sure it does um anyway yeah let's back on track <laughs> anything uh else that you're focusing on for uh the big new year 2024 isn't that crazy 2024 wow yeah 2024 is wild uh it is wild to hear that no i mean for me it's just going to be a, a renewed focus on 
all the stuff I'm bringing to everybody uh, on Peach Jar, you know, social media feeds. You know, we've got a lot of new great content planned there. And the team really wants me to do more like fun videos too, like more funny stuff like I was kind of doing originally. So they really want me to get back out there and just do more funny stuff and just make it fun for everybody. So I'm going to be poking fun at our at our role a little bit, like just kind of commiserating with PIOs. And uh, and I've got some really cool, cool uh, fun videos planned that I hope hope the rest of us communicators out there just find funny and, and bring a little levity to the day because I know it can be super stressful. And then we've got a renewed focus on uh, just the extra credit videos and what's what uh, what we're going to be doing there. Um, we have a really big push right now. Like I was talking to a district a couple of weeks ago uh, in Kentucky. I won't I won't say who necessarily, but uh, you know they they really wanted peach jar and they were informed like right before they signed they got to cut fifty million dollars next year. So they got a fifty million dollar shortfall. And they went on a, a freeze, um, you know, no, no, no spending. And ultimately what I, what I told that district was like, that's when you need us right now the most, because you're going to be cutting programs. You're going to be losing staff. You're going to be right-sizing things. Like that's when you need the community support connection absolutely the most. So we already know that kids plugged into after school enrichment opportunities and soccer and coding and tutoring and all of that are going to do better in school. Um, so let your community help you and support you through this difficult time. And, um, you know, we're working really hard to get Peach Jar launched in that district now so that they're able to do that. But, you know, it's just uh, that's going to be our focus really, really heavy is the community connection, um, the resources that we can bring down from the national level and the regional level to local communities. We're, we're focused on some really amazing partnerships, actually, that are really, really cool. Can't get too much out of the bag here on this, but um, it's going to be a really great 2024 for Peach Jar. And, and I hope as a result, just for everybody that is consuming the content on this podcast and, and over at PSR Extra Credit and on our social feeds. So that's what I got. You got anything you're looking forward to there at Arcadia? We have the Rose Queen and the Pasadena Tournament of Roses tomorrow that everyone will be watching. So the Queen is from yes. Arcadia High School. So that's super cool. Yes. Uh, that's been exciting. And I did an interview with her. Actually, it's on our social media feeds. But she came to America speaking no English in third grade. When I asked her who her most influential teacher was, it was her first American teacher in third grade that helped her learn the language. She was from Italy, spoke nothing but Italian. That's and cool. so that was a very inspiring story. So that was super cool. Uh, but getting back to the Peach Jar videos, and you said doing more humorous stuff, you have done some hilarious <laughs> videos. <laughs> I, I love when Peachy's in there. And then when you're playing like two characters going back and forth, there was oh, yeah. I forget what they were, but there was two at the beginning of the year that were hilarious. So <laughs> I'm all for more of those. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I've, I've learned how, or I'm learning how to put myself on screen at the same time. So I can actually play off myself on the same screen mm. uh, instead of just going back and forth. So I don't know. I, yeah. The, the team's really, really into it. They, they, I feel silly sometimes doing it, but Hey, they get, they get thousands and thousands and thousands of views. Like our, um, I think it was, we're up, they told me the analytics I, a couple of weeks ago were up 800% um, than they were before. So wow, it's being, it's being watched. So I, I just got to keep, I got it like, every, like we were just talking about earlier, I guess I got to just keep my foot on the gas. So we'll keep doing that. Yeah, no, those are really good. Yeah. We're about to publish volume three of our Imagine magazine with the district that we launched right. a year and a half ago, had no concept. Amber and I were like, we don't, we don't know magazine. We don't know publishing, but we're going to do it. We worked with our interns and, uh, to think we went from zero concept, zero idea to now ready our third magazine and each one keeps getting better and better is uh love it. And then I have this 
kind of a grandiose idea that I'm going to keep to myself for now, but I don't know, <laughs> chewing, chewing on some, chewing on some things, you know, trying to get creative. So we'll That's see. Cool. That's cool. Well, I'll be excited to see that. You'll have to, uh, you'll have to share with me when you, when you're ready. I want to hear. Yeah. I may, I may pick your brain about this one. It's, it's, Do it. uh, it's an interesting down. one. Um, Cool, man. Well, I just yeah. wanted to hop on to a quick podcast, tell the listeners we appreciate an amazing 2023. We know it was tough, but we hope we provided some little bit of levity, hopefully a lot of information and to make your jobs and lives a little bit easier. Absolutely. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year, my man. Thanks for everything. We'll do it again in 2024. Sounds good. See you. See ya.